The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. So glad to have you on board today. I hope you tuned in for a reason because this is our special gift to you. We try to do it once every six, seven, eight weeks uh, because I know there are a ton of moms out there that would probably like to have their own personal counselor sitting in their living room so when they're having a breakdown or their child's having a meltdown, they can say, hey, own personal counselor who doesn't cost me any money, what would you do in this situation? Um, that is why we're doing this. We, we call it Call the Counselor. It's with our friend who's a licensed counselor, Jamie Kirkbride, and I invite her in to, you know, once every month or two to just answer your questions, to address what's hurting you, bothering you, as a mother and even as a woman. I mean, we touch on that too. It just doesn't have to be your parenting stuff. So we've got Jamie Kirkbride in the house today to answer your questions if you want her to. We're going to address some questions that were asked the last time she was on. And then finally, she's going to focus on a blog that she's written recently just for you called uh, Five Things I Hope to Teach My Son Before He Becomes a Man and a Husband. Now, she's going to do a little stuff for girl moms of girls as well today. I don't want the moms of girls to tune out. But you can also learn some stuff about how boys should be raised to treat girls well. And so it, it's going to, you know, it'll apply to both sides of the issue. Okay, before we get to Jamie and call the counselor, and I want to welcome our Facebook Live audience. If they can see us, sometimes they can, sometimes they can't. Also, our 94.7, the word audience, and then our podcast audience, when you tune in, I'm so grateful for all of you. Look, my hope always is that any mama out there who feels unappreciated and unhelped and underrated and unthanked, that the Channel Mom is your source for inspiration and hope and help and encouragement, that, that we know you matter. You're raising the next generation, even though presidents and congresspeople and, and celebrities may never acknowledge how important you are to our world. We know you're important, and that's why we're here, and we hope to be a blessing to you today. Um, I do want to say it was my husband's birthday yesterday. Jamie knows my history with him. I've known my husband since nursery school. If you've been listening for a long time, you know that because I repeat it ad nauseum. But I've known my husband for many, many years. We won't say how many since nursery school. It was his birthday yesterday. We took him fly fishing, me and the kids. And so it's so great to have teenagers that still hang out with you. So I, I really just enjoyed that. And in light of that, I thought I would play a song today. I know that there are single mamas out there, and my intention is not to hurt you today. I, I just want to say I wish every man who is the father of your children, you know, of a mother's children, would recognize the importance of that mama and be in awe of her as he watches her. And Johnny Diaz wrote a song. I was going to play it way back on Mother's Day, but I didn't get it, you know, till today. I didn't get to it in my script until today. So listen to a little bit of this song, Johnny Diaz, singing about his wife being a mom. You do it all. You always have. Ten years in and two young kids. You wear so many hats. I see a patient. I see a kind. But I see you in a new light. How you love those kids of mine. And you ask me, do I love you like I did at 24? And I just laugh because I don't know. I love 
awesome. Thank you, Johnny Diaz, for recognizing the importance of uh, every mom out there, including your own wife. Uh, just beautiful that he would capture that. I hope that was a blessing to you today. Um, I do want to say before we get to Jamie uh, that we like to help mamas out there in every way that we can. And if you have a struggling learner or you have a mom friend or a sister or somebody that you know that has a struggling learner, we've got some friends that help sponsor this show that really want to be a help to you. And the initial contact with them is free. So you can see if they would really even be a help to you. I think they would. Um, but they, they uh, their names are Brianna and Pam Pamela. They're from Connect Education. They have some free phone appointments available for the rest of June and then probably on into July. They they have helped so many people. I've got a testimony from one mom here. It has only been three weeks since our consultation with Connect Education. And my daughter, who is seven, is actually enjoying reading. She usually doesn't want to stop when she has reached the end of her oral reading time and she's begun to attempt sounding out more words and other books. So Connect Education helped their daughter get here. So I hope that you will check them out. They're at connecteducationco.com, connecteducationco.com. And I hope they can help your child who's a struggling learner. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to welcome Janie, Jamie, not Janie. Didn't change you your name today. Um, <laughs> um, Janie just makes me think of Janie Got a Gun, the Aerosmith song. Sorry, so we're not going to go there. Yeah. Um, Jamie is our call the counselor. And today she is first going to address those mamas that, you know, seven or eight weeks ago were asking us some questions. And I don't want them to think that they've been forgotten. So we, we, you know, had a call the counselor and we had said to moms, Hey, do you want to, Write in and ask some questions. And I just want to let you know a couple of the questions that we had. Darlene wrote in and said, what do you do with a failure to fly child still living in the house at age 34? That's a big question. And uh, Misty then also asked us, what do you do with a child that doesn't self-motivate, essentially? Right. Asked us, how do you deal with a child that doesn't self-motivate? We had this precious woman from Africa who oversees uh, an, an orphanage saying, how do you discipline a child um, in, in, in ways that don't have to lead to spanking? Now, I spanked. I don't know if you spanked. But, but she was trying to you know, say, how do I not have to go to that place all the time? How do you discipline them? So as Jamie was looking at this, now, okay, and then we had one more. What did she say? Um, I would want to ask, what advice do you have for mothers struggling with a child who may have special needs but lack a diagnosis at this time? And secondly, what advice would you have for teachers struggling with children who have special needs in their classroom? So Jamie looked at all these. First of all, I want you to know that you've been heard. And um, Jamie looked at them. So tell me what you came up with in a way to address these women, these mamas. You bet. You know, a lot of times what I look for when I have a book thing of questions to look at. I want to make sure that everybody is getting addressed. And so I kind of look for themes, Jenny. And in all of these questions that you and I received, I saw some common themes relating to discipline, relating to motivating our children, whether they're four or 34, relating to insecurity and to self-care, which is what I think a lot of that last question is about. I think when when we have ourselves at a good place um, with wellness, we can think through options better and communicate better. And I think, you know, having a special needs kid, whether it's in your child, your own child or in your classroom takes a lot of discernment and it takes a lot of just kind of being able to communicate and advocate for that child and and that requires being in a good place yourself so a lot of 
self-care involved there. So I think it, I would really like to address each of these in maybe a, a blog article or something in the future and maybe even some helpful downloads that people might be able to, you know, get some cheat sheets or whatever on, you know, different steps in motivating your child or how-tos. And, and so I just want your listeners to know that we're going to address each of these in those upcoming blog articles. So And also here. Absolutely. On Channel Mom. So Jamie is a regular. So call the counselor. She'll be back. And so she wanted me to know that what how she wants to deal with these questions from these precious women, Misty and Ruthie and so on, is um, she will have a whole show devoted to discipline and Absolutely. different ways of disciplining for different ages and different personality mm-hmm. types because that's your expertise. Motivating a child um, because we've got this mama here struggling with a 34-year-old still at home and then the mama who has an unmotivated child. Absolutely. Um, and, and so she's going to devote a show to that. And then also insecurities. I was talking to a mom just the, on my way down mm-hmm. who said she feels like she's insecure about her mothering and I won't name her name. She knows who she is as soon as she's listening. But, <laughs> but that I'm insecure oh, yeah. as a mother, just so everybody knows. Jenny, I sometimes feel insecure. I and mean, it's something I hear a lot. Yeah. And that's why I think there's such value in, in because we hear these things so often, we value them enough we want to make a show of them. We want to give some helpful tips, downloads, um, a blog article people can go back and refer to. So I just want everybody to know that you're not the only one struggling. These are some very common themes that I hear even as a counselor. Absolutely. So we are going to address them in upcoming shows. I also want you to know if you're feeling desperate and you just kind of want to speak to Jamie now and you maybe just get some um, hints about about some things that she would suggest that you do, you can reach out to Jamie. So so how do they do that? If you can't wait and you just kind of want to connect or get some tips or ideas before it's on a show again, feel free to contact me through parentingwithpersonality.com. There's a contact form there. You can just email me at jamie at parentingwithpersonality.com. I love to hear from listeners. I love to connect with followers. So however I can help, Jenny, I'm more than willing to do that. I know you are. And it's not like we pay her the big bucks to do this. So <laughs> we're grateful that she can be a help to you as moms. I know I would have loved when my kids were younger. I, actually, I'm still using your advice as my kids are teenagers to have had this from the time my kids were zero. No, I would go to God and I would go to prayer and I would lock myself in my prayer closet. And often God would, would show me the way. Um, but we also need sometimes God with hands and feet. And, and you Absolutely. can serve that way as moms, for moms, as a counselor. Okay. So we're going to get to this. Jamie just went through something. She's going to tell you about it. And, and it brought her to con- a conclusion that she needed to share with the moms out there. And here it is. Five things I hope to teach my boys before they become men or husbands. And we've provided a link to the blog she wrote on our Facebook page, also on channelmom.com on the next show page. So you can link to it if you want it in written form. But today she's going to address it for every mama of a son out there, but she's also going to touch a little bit on the daughter thing. For every mama of a son out there, as her son was about to get married, she thought, oh my goodness, what were the things I should have taught him? Jenny, it's crazy. I mean, I'm a mom of seven. I have three older boys, a daughter, and then three younger boys. And so as my oldest, Taylor, was getting married these last couple of weeks, I did. I was waking up at midnight thinking, oh, my gosh, have I taught him everything he needs to know? Yeah. Have I missed something? Is there something else I need to cover? And at one point, I seriously sat down on the couch with him <laughs> and with him and his fiance at the time said, you know, what is it that you felt you really needed to know? as you were becoming a man and a husband. Yeah. And Jenny, I have to give him credit. He came up with these five things. And I thought, oh, you know. So these were motivated by Taylor, your son. These were motivated by Taylor. Because, you know, so many times as a mom, I think we just kind of determine what's important. Yeah. And then that's kind of what we want them to adopt. And obviously there's a time and a place for that. But I really wanted to know what things were more of a struggle 
in learning to relate to a lady or what things were more of a struggle as he became the leader of his own family. And I want to target those things for the other five kids, five boys yeah. and one daughter that I still have at home. And so I thought, what better person to kind of access his thinking than someone who has just been through that. And, and it's okay if I say, I hope Absolutely. that, that and for a while you were a single mom yes. to Taylor. Right. And so he went through the struggle of, his former father and some of the things you had to face as a single mom. Right. So, so he might have brought some some things that maybe a struggling child or the, or or a, even a child of a single mom mm-hmm. might um, be happy for that he has some insight right. um, on, on all perspectives because he also oh, your your husband has stepped in and, and totally been his his dad. Absolutely. So he's he's got everything, right. and so he brought those five things to the table that could probably address a lot of different oh, sons' yeah. needs. Definitely. So so we're going to launch into those. Um, We've got some time left in this segment, and then we'll we'll try to get to at least um, all five, but we may not go into depth of all five so (laughs) that they they can go to this. So let's just start with number one in the last two minutes of the segment. What's the number one? Awareness of God and his love for him, but also his purpose on his life. You know, there's truly so many things that are going to hammer away at our kids as they're adults and our sons, as I was thinking of it these last couple weeks. But more than anything, I wanted him to have an awareness of God's love for him, his acceptance for him, his forgiveness for him, and that no matter how lost you may feel at times, God has a purpose and a plan. And I could see Taylor live that out. You mentioned our rough start. You know, his first three years, we were in a very difficult situation coming out of domestic violence. And, um, you know, it was some tough years there. And thankfully, I could see that God put a real spirit of resilience in him. And it was so encouraging, Jenny, just to watch that over the years and see God really use the struggles of Taylor's life to grow him and create something wonderful. Yeah, it's so big. I mean, I was looking at your list and I thought, okay, I've at least done that one. If I've done nothing else, right. I've, I've let my kids know who God is, how much he loves them, mm-hmm. how important they are in his plan, how right. he has special things for them to do. I, I've right. prayed that over them as often as I could every night I'd give a blessing. Um, and that is so key. I see yeah. a security in my kids that I may not have had mm-hmm. because they know that the creator of the universe has designed them for something wonderful. Absolutely. No matter who or how they're built. Like some kids may think that, th- that they don't measure up. Yes, they do. Because God put them there for something special. So we're going to be back with Jamie Kirkbride. Call the counselor. She's going to get to her other four tips uh, in her blog titled, Five Things I Hope to Teach My Boys Before They Become Men and Husbands. And she's also going to touch a little bit on the daughter thing as well. So stay tuned for Call the Counselor right here on Channel Mom. Life Center is simple, transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made for 
moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom Coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you with us today. I want to tell you about a place that could change your child's life and their heart. I say this because I know kids who have been there and have come back with something new inside. Just listen to Autumn's story about Camp Idrahaji. He covers you in his perfect grace. And so... I'm perfect to the Lord, and at the end of the day, that's the only approval that I should be seeking, and it's the only approval that I need. And that changed everything when I realized that, because I no longer needed to focus on my imperfections. I no longer needed to look for other people to tell me that I'm, you know, the best person in the world, um, because I knew that Christ already thought of me, and it was a beautiful Understanding. Camp Idrahaji in Bailey, Colorado, points campers to Christ, and they now serve over 3,000 campers each summer. They offer a mountain lab school, outdoor education, and retreats for church groups, too. Their newest offering is the Idrahaji Christian Camping Internship, a year-long paid internship, which you should check out today. Spots are filling up fast for Camp Idrahaji's summer 2018, so register today at idrahaji.org or 303-838-0685. Do this for your kids, Mom. idrahaji.org. And I just talked to Sean uh, this week or corresponded with him, and he says it's going fabulously well. So, uh, you know, changing lives. And I'm hoping that moms out there are motivated to help their kids change their lives by going to idrahaji.org and signing their kids up. Okay, I also want you to know that you can learn a new language. I'm really tempted. You want to take a Spanish class with me? Because I took it, and I forgot everything. So when my kids speak Spanish to me now, I'm like, ah. Got nothing. So you can learn a new language and begin a new opportunity. The Language Center at the Life Center can equip you to build cross-cultural friendships or equip you with a new skill for daily use. Spanish and English classes are taught in a relaxed, informal group setting and on a variety of levels available each semester. The LifeCenterLittleton.org offers so much, and particularly for the single mama out there. Everything from a food bank to shelter to legal help to counseling help, just a ton of stuff. So check LifeCenterLittleton.org. Dot org out. Okay, so we're back with Jamie, our Call the Counselor segment. We don't have a lot of time left in this segment, but I, but I don't want to overlook the fact that this is called Call the Counselor. So if you've got a son and you're having an issue and you're trying to raise him to be a good man and a good husband, um, don't be shy. We would be happy to take a call. Uh, so three, feel free to call us at 303-873-1935, 303-873-1935. We want to bless the mom today if she's just in a desperate Absolutely. place and she feels like Jamie's been put here for her. So call us if you've got kind of an urgent question about your sons. Okay, so we're going through the five things that Jamie says she would like to teach her boys before they become men or husbands. Now, I will tell you that you the, the number one was to teach them that they're loved by God and they have a purpose in God. And Absolutely. I've been watching my son at 19 and I thought, man, he's got that down. We had a great talk, usually at midnight with my teenagers, about 
his defense of God as he's been reading through the Bible. And he's a bright kid. So it was kind of cool for me to see that he was going to use his bright mind to defend his faith. And he just brought it up and said, this is how I see it, Mama. And this is how I see our culture and our world fighting against it. And, and it was awesome to see that. Right. But I could see the other mistakes I'd made with him. Um, and I thought, do I follow all five of Jamie's tips in, in, in teaching him to be a man and a husband that I want him to be? Mm-hmm. So, so you've, you've started with number one. What's number two? Number two is to train him to control his emotions. And don't worry, this is not the message that boys can't cry, shouldn't cry. Absolutely, boys should show their emotions. I'm going to interrupt you. How do you get them over that? Because my son, right. being a football player and being mm-hmm. a tough guy and a little bit of a jock, feels like he should never cry. So we've had good friends die and everything. He's like, I'm not going to cry. Or we don't see him cry. He goes somewhere where we don't see him cry. How do we get them over that? A lot of good discussions. And, you know, Jenny, I don't know about you. Do you ever cry in front of your kids? All the time. Right. Like all day long. Sometimes when I have cried in front of my kids, we have to talk about it and say, you know what? You acted a little bit uncomfortable, but when somebody cries, it's okay to come alongside them and put your arm around them and just say, are you okay? You know, well, but mom, I wasn't the one that made you sad. (laughs) Well, then it should be all the easier to care about me. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I think it's just helping them learn to be comfortable with emotion. And I think Uh it's a lot of discussion. And I think, you know, in this learning to control his emotions is both learning how not to share too much or maybe emote too much if it's anger, frustration, just kind of learning to gauge, you know, how do my emotions affect other people? And, you know, my son said he has even seen some of his friends and relationships just kind of open up and share all with a girl and the girl goes running, you know. Oh, and so, so I think how to monitor that and moderate we, that. Yeah, sometimes we need to show more. Sometimes we maybe need to play our cards a little closer to the vest. And, you know, we kind of teaching them and training them, you know, what kind of emotion is good to share? When do we share it? How do we share it? What, how does it feel when we share emotion? Do you ever walk away from showing emotion and feel a bit embarrassed? Is that normal? Yeah, and you know, we talk them through our own emotions because I'm like before my kids even Absolutely. tell me anything, they'll say, "Mom, don't cry, Mom, don't <laughs> cry," because I cry about everything. And so, and my my son did express to me he feels like it looks like weakness. Right. Um, and so maybe I should have talked him through that. Like this isn't yeah. weak. In fact, oh, you can yeah. be stronger because my husband's a crier too, even right. though he's a big jock. And Absolutely. I think, okay, look at your dad; he's a tough guy, but oh, yeah. he cries. Well, and do you ever cry when you're angry? I mean, sometimes mm, I get to the point where I'm so one. frustrated, I cry, and I think this does not fit. But explaining that to our kids, you know, sometimes. Um, I'm so happy I cry. Sometimes I'm so frustrated I cry. But right. I think it's a lot of conversation. And sometimes boys are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think just kind of sitting them down and saying, you know what? This is really important to me that you understand it. And even from the time they're little, just encouraging them to keep control of their emotions. And they'll be better husbands if they can understand Absolutely. that um, emotional moderation. don't scare them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, so number three thing right. that you want to teach your son before he becomes a man or a husband is what? Uh, to understand others who are different. And I think this is so key, Um, not only in sibling relationships, understanding sibling differences, but then we take it outside of that to relationships and understanding that, you know, maybe the other person is more private and doesn't share many of their thoughts, but I share everything. Or maybe the other person is one that when they get angry, they get quiet. Well, how do we learn that? We learn that by noticing that in other people. We notice those differences. And instead of making those differences feel frustrating, we make them feel valuable. Especially in this culture, Jamie. Absolutely. We have such a divisive culture right now. And there's one side that says everything's okay. And there's another side that says nothing's okay, sort of, if I'm going to really, yeah. really over-stereotype. And, and so everyone's mad at each other if you don't see exactly things or act exactly the way the right. other person does. So we need to teach our kids, uh-uh, God yeah. made us different and it's that's okay to right. accept these differences. And maybe that's not something we 
would do, or maybe that's not something I would choose. You know, using words like that that are inclusive or showing our care and compassion to other people, regardless and aside from any kind of judgment. Okay. So teaching people, uh, teaching your sons that people are different. And this, right. and a lot of this applies to daughters, too. And she says this Absolutely. in the blog. It's easy for me to focus on sons just because it's been, like, right here, like the glasses I wear for the last year preparing my son for marriage. Yeah. But absolutely, these apply to girls as well. Well, and also think about your daughters. You can teach your daughters that these are things that she can expect look, in a man and, and look, look for in a man. And you yes. know what? Things that we as parents should pray for. Yes, in for, our daughters. for our daughters. Amen. Absolutely. Okay, number four. We may not get to number five, but we'll just direct, her, d- direct you to her blog. Number four. You bet. Value relationships and desire them for the right reasons. Your son said this. He did. He wanted to desire relationship for the right reason, i.e. not just for sex or not yeah. just for, I mean, like, so tell us about you this bet. one. I said, you know, tell me more about that because when he first said it, it, I wasn't quite sure I understood him right. And he said, Mom, I have a lot of friends that just want a relationship because everybody has one or because they think it's cool or because they think it would be more fun than being alone and he said I think it's really important that boys learn that relationships are for a reason and it's you know us giving to someone it's us sharing life with somebody it's wanting relationships for an unselfish reason and Jenny it just kind of made me cry but I thought you know that's that's a big calling on the other five kids five boys I still have and a daughter at home that you know we keep instilling this in them that you know relationships aren't something that you just change like dirty socks you know, relationships are to be valued. And, you know, we and can, they're not just for you. They're for, right. they're, they're mutual. Yeah, that's right. That's that's, that's awesome. Right. So, Jamie, we've got number five. We're not going to tell you what it is, but you can go look up her blog on ChannelMom.com or on our Facebook page. Oh, and it's, it's a good one. It's, it's a good one. It. Look, you don't want to be panicked when you're sending your child <laughs> off to college. I, what, what didn't I teach them? So look out that's for her right. blog. Five things I hope to teach my boys before they come men or husbands. It can also apply to your daughters. How do they find you? At parentingwithpersonality.com. Parentingwithpersonality.com. So reach out to Jamie. She's going to be back with Call the Counselor again. We'll take your calls if you want. You can submit them on Facebook if you want, you if bet. you're too shy to call. Um, so just want you to know we've got all kinds of ways to minister to moms out there. Our next Channel Mom Coffee is going to be for single moms. We're going to have some great speakers. We've also got our new uh, prison ministry, Forever Moms, if you want to be a part of that. We've got our homeless ministry, uh, Home Stretch Moms, mentoring moms out of homelessness. A ton of stuff out there for every mom that we can get our hands on to love her and let her know that she's valued. Thanks so much for listening to Channel Mom. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Here on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.